Emergency services. Please, you gotta help me. There's this weird guy. Ma'am. Please. Ma'am, call us when you're dead. What the fuck? Welcome back, callers, to another episode of Call Us When You're Dead. I'm Keith. And I'm Ryan. On today's episode, we are doing the same thing that we did last season, and that is answering some of the callers' questions. However, before we get into that, Ryan, how have you been? Anything new going on with you? Oh, I don't think really anything new is going on with me. Um, I guess it's just always kind of that same shit, different day, you know? I mean, you got a new phone. Yes. Oh, yeah, I did get a new phone. Finally, I guess. Yeah. 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 It had only been, what, like three years since, four years since you last had a new phone? Yeah. I want to say four or five years even. It's been a crazy long time. Okay. So I guess we need to talk about why there was a new phone. So the travesty of this was Ryan dropped his phone and me thinking I'm going to be like the good person was like, hey, I'll grab it for you. Well, the bitch got stuck. And as I'm pulling it. I broke it more than what it was already broke. And so right. then I was like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. I got a hold of my grandma. My grandma was trying to be really nice. And you were like, no, don't get a new phone. But that was because I didn't know, like, your sister was going to come into play and stuff like that. So I was I don't know what to do. Like, I broke your phone. And, like, right. well, yeah, and that the, was in- just a hard day. <laughs> in the interest of fairness, it was kind of pretty rough to begin with just after so many years of having it and the mishaps like not gonna lie part of it was held together by duct tape yes, right, right yes callers i duct tape my phone right you to know keep her together some, right sometimes you gotta duct tape <laughs> some shit together in life and just keep it together for a little bit longer until it's done right the miracles of duct tape all right and you know and our stickers oh my god our sticker for the longest time, like, held part of it together. Right. And if that doesn't tell you something about the damn stickers, which, and just it, so y'all know, you could still donate and buy those things from us. Right, yeah. And and the the funny thing is, the duct tape started lifting, at, you know, and it was, I was getting ready to replace it, but the sticker didn't fade or lift at all. It Right. They are called super stickers, stickers for, for a reason. reason. And we still have some of them left. So We you, do. If you still want to donate $5 to us, we will send you guys a sticker. We, you know, we're always taking donations. Please don't think that it was just that one-time thing. You, you know, that's what right. helps support There's the podcast. Still, yeah, nothing wrong with still sending continued support and love. Right. So, I mean, you know, like that, yeah, I guess that's really all there really is going on. There's nothing going on with me. I mean, I've been, I I organized all of the stuff for the podcast. Yes, yes, you did. Like, now there's folders, and those folders have things in them, and, like, it goes through each episode. I mean, I felt it was fairly clean beforehand, but you super cleaned it up. Right. So now, like, we, you know, and then we added stuff at the end. Like, people will see those in our show notes. Because before, we did not have, like, who wrote it, who edited it, who voiced stuff, any of that. Right, and we never really gave nod to eerie and will who voice our intro right and they did an amazing job at that still that we're still using it and we're still going to be using it and we're right. already going to be in season three right and you know and we i guess we have never really talked about the fact that like we are an llc so we are a company right. and eventually like we've talked about in the past like we do want to bring in other people underneath us but like we need to present that to people because we are a single rose production. 
Correct. And Collis, when you're dead, is just a figurehead underneath a single rose production. Right. And and that way we have that branch off, even if myself or Keith, we might do another podcast on something else. Right. Hint, hint. There might be some more things in the pipe work coming down the line that are not true crime related. Right. But that's that's future. But that doesn't mean that we're getting rid of Call Us When You're Dead. This is our baby, and we will always hold on to Call Us When You're Dead. But there are things that Ryan and I have talked about maybe branching off, and we might be getting around to doing that soon. Right. And I feel like the only way we're going to have to stop doing Call Us When You're Dead is when... One of us are dead. Or stupid people stop killing other people. Right. Right. And I'm not trying to die anytime soon. Right. And murder just seems to be constantly happening, (laughs) which is sad. Oh, I have another fun story. Can we talk about when we were watching Making a Murderer? Sure. Okay. So, I don't know if any of you have seen the movie or a, a docu-series. docu-series on Netflix called Making a Murderer. It deals with the wrongful, very wrongful conviction of Stephen Avery and Brendan Dassey. I almost said Lawson, but that is not his last name. Brendan <laughs> Dassey. However, there is this guy by the name of Ken Kratz. Because that is how I hear him every time he talks. And Ryan looked at him yesterday, looks at me yesterday, and sees Ken Kratz and goes, why the fuck is Ken Fats on the TV again? I forgot his name. And I went, you mean Kratz? And he goes, you know what? I stand by what I stand by. I'm a bigger dude, and he's a bigger dude. But you don't get to be a bigger dude and a douchebag. You get to be one or the other. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. (laughs) So, if you guys have not seen Making a Murderer, there, there's two seasons. Yes, some of them drag on forever. Um, but it, it is very interesting to watch. Absolutely. All right. So, Ryan, are you ready for us to get into these questions? Yes, I am. I enjoy these little Q&A sessions at the end of the season. Right. They're so much fun. Okay. So, Ryan... I feel like I asked this question last season, and I'm going to ask it again. What was the hardest episode this season, season two, Survivors, for you to write? So, I believe I may actually answer this one the same way as last season as well. That I, I feel like they all have a, a challenging aspect to right i felt more so all episodes were more challenging than the first one as far as uh just getting the the content with the missed opportunities we could you know go into and exploit those missed opportunities and talk about them and you you know and uh with this season it was just kind of like a straight on this is what happened and this is why they're a survivor so it's it's harder to deep dive it because it's fact of what happened so for you, like each episode was just the not being able, like it was just the ABC of it was harder for you. Right. Yeah. Got ya. On that note, what episode did you find to be the hardest to talk about? Okay. So I know a lot of you are going to think that I'm going to say Jennifer and that is not true. The hardest episode for me to talk about it was definitely Melissa that was the hardest for me to talk about. I think it really was like the whole aspect of her her ex-husband being like, oh, the kids are in here, come in here. And then 
just like that false sense of luring somebody into something. Right, yeah. And then him, you know, him attacking her. And I know that Audrey was another person that like helped Melissa get through all of that. But that that episode I felt was truly the hardest for me to talk about. And you and I had talked about it later on. And we said, had we not had our season finale picked out that she probably would have become our season finale. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Because she survived such a traumatic thing. Okay. Ryan, um, what episode do you still think about today? I mean, I feel like the one that just definitely would stand out for the most for me would be the season finale. Mm hmm. Everything that Allison went through and still manages to survive is astonishing. And I feel like it's going to be that way for forever. It's just hard to describe, I guess. What about you? Uh, The one that I still think about today, and it might be because it's like in the news quite often, is Peyton's case. The girls from that... They've kind of been popping up a little bit more. There's been a little more talk about that. Which, to give callers a little refresher, that was our Slender Man. Yeah, so it's Peyton Lautner. She is the girl that her friends attack her, and she survives being stabbed multiple times by them because they try to please Slender Man. I, I don't know if it's because tis the season and we're getting, yeah, it, it's July, but we are getting closer to the spook season, and so I don't know if that's what's like bringing it up to be shown more. Hey, it's less than 100 days. Right. It might be because of that, that they're, like, talking about it more because it is just a creepy case or what. But that one, that one just always sticks with me. I I can see that. It is a very eerie case just to think that kids, in this instance, and even adults, read and see something on TV or internet that's not real meaning Slender Man, and try to appease him. Right. I mean, and maybe you'll remember, but remember when the, the Slender Man movie came out? Like, they had to change that whole movie. Right, yeah. Because all of a sudden, like, they were in pre-production, like, post-production, I guess, at this point, when uh, Peyton's case happened. And so then the whole thing got put on hold, and then they had to refilm like 80% of that movie because, and we had seen commercials for it prior and we were like, Oh, this looks really good. But then the commercials that we saw weren't anything like what the movie happened to turn out to be. And it was because they had gutted over 80% of the movie because of what happened to Peyton and they didn't want there to be another repeat case. And then as we talked about in the Peyton case, there had been hundreds of, of like repeats of the Slender Man thing. And that to me is just weird. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of our callers really like the dumb laws. I know that you and I have a lot of fun with them every other week. Like that, that really does kind of just break up the monotony of crime. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, they're definitely fun. Some of these laws are a crime. What are some of the dumbest laws that are your most favorite from this season? Okay. I think the, one that like stands out the most for me is going to be from Texas. Oh, got a couple of them, Texas. <laughs> so we're we're Michiganders, and we are very familiar with that of the U-turns. Yeah, U-turn fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it cracks me up 
that U-turns are a no-no in Richardson, Texas. Yeah. How do you ever turn around? They don't. <laughs> you don't. You're not allowed to turn around <laughs> no ever. No turning around for <laughs> And then, obviously, over in Gavelston, Texas. Oh, where they can't sniff the glue. Right. They had to actually make it a law that sniffing glue is illegal. So you definitely took one of mine because that is one of my <laughs> all-time favorites. I don't know why that's so funny. Because uh, it's common sense, and they went the extra mile to make it into a law. Exactly. Okay, and then I think my other one that like was my favorite was you can't tattoo a horse. <laughs> Because there's something about tattooing a horse that just I find well, well you got to remember ridiculous. Got to remember you can you can tattoo a horse just not to make it unrecognizable to its owners. You can't tattoo a horse to the point where it is unrecognizable from its owner. Spider horse, spider <laughs> horse. What does a tattoo? How big? Where does it have to be to make it unrecognizable to its owner? I told you, spider horse. I guess spider horse. Spider horse. Like, I recognize Lola and Bailey. I don't think no amount of tattoos is going to make me be like, oh, you're not Lola or Bailey. You're Cujo now. I don't like, know. Like, Cujo from, like, the book Cujo? He was a bad, bad dog. Well, lately we got some bad, bad dogs. Yeah, I know. They're not really that bad. They just act like it. Right. They're phonies. She's a phony. <laughs> okay, Ryan, I need to know, because people have asked, what is the hardest part of this job? Has it that changed since last season? I don't know if any of it's really necessarily hard. I guess I could say the most tedious part that I wish could be a lot smoother is like the editing. But as far as it being hard, it's you know, it's schoolwork. You know, you do your research, you, you make the project, and then you present the project. Yeah, and I mean, like, this coming season... I kind of went out and did a lot of that for you, like the some of the pre-work. Yeah. At least right. I made it a little bit easier. <laughs> you and I had had a discussion of, like, sometimes it does feel overwhelming because it is just a lot of stuff going on. Right. And, it, and I kind of felt like you were right. That was unfair of me to, you know, just leave it all on you. And so I went out and I looked up cases. So this time I'm actually going in knowing the cases. <laughs> I don't know, like, all of the nitty-gritty details, but I do know stuff about them, which is a lot different compared to past seasons. And we'll see how that plays out, if that works out better for the episodes or if me not knowing makes it better not knowing. Right, so, well... On the flip side, I recall you saying in the past like that you liked the surprise aspect of what yeah. we're going to be reading and covering. Now, this time, you're not really going to be getting that uh, surprise. You're just going to be right there with me now. Yeah, I mean, but at, at the same time, I will be getting the surprise because I only know the general part to it. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, I didn't sit there and deep dive everything that happened. I'm still letting you do that. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I gotta make you useful somewhere. Right, right. <laughs> so, Keith, you, at the end of last season, talked about something that you had waited on talking about for a while. Do you want to share a little bit more on that? Um. Yeah. So, as any of you that know, that have listened to the end of season two, will know that I talked about being um, a sexual assault survivor so i was 
I was 18 and I thought that I kind of ruled the world because I was 18. And I made a mistake and I met somebody offline in private. And in doing so, set myself up for a situation where it allowed me to become a victim. Now, it doesn't when I when I say that it doesn't mean that I'm making it like right for what that person did because it, it's not right at all. Um, I should have been able to meet up with them and that never happened. But at the same time, I do kind of take the responsibility on myself of doing something that was so dumb and that was meeting somebody alone. And for a long time, I didn't talk about it. There were very few people that didn't know about it, and there came a point where I was having a really hard time dealing with it. And my mom and me were sitting down and we were talking and she just said, it happened to you, so own it. And those words have always stuck with me, the own it part. Meaning that I, I, me and my mom could have in the end not ever been having that conversation because I could have ended up dying and I'm still alive. And so I'm owning the fact of what happened to me. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it, you know, anything other than wrong on that person's end, but it happened. And so I own it and I'm honest about it. And now I'm telling people like, please just don't ever meet people in the dark or late at night or alone. Always, always, always. I mean, I'm sure you've heard me say it a thousand times. Make sure you're with other people. Make sure you tell somebody where you're going because like those were mistakes that I did that truly could have, in the end, cost me my life. That's quite the story. Definitely went with this past season of establishing a a survivor sense rather than being angry and and aggressive towards the world over what happened to you. You just just look at it and and you own it. What happened has happened, and it's made you stronger and a better person. Oh, thank you. Love you. Oh, I love you. So let's let's move away from that sad, sad topic because we all know that it brings me down and I don't like talking about it often, but, you know, it happens. Ryan, what is one thing that now that you think, man, I missed that joke or I wish I could have said this, like looking back? That, that's a very difficult question. I have no idea of, I guess, anything. I feel like many of my comments and ha-has and jokes are just kind of like in the moment. I know I had my slip up once with my wanting to share the Vegas story when we covered Nevada. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't think I have any joke or haha that I'm like, man, I missed. I mean, I would have totally ripped on you a little bit longer over the whole South Africa thing, but we were on the season finale and I didn't want to deviate too long because that was kind of hilarious. Oh, so it's only a haha if it's in my expense, huh? And laughter Bastard. is expensive sometimes. I know, I know. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you know, I feel like I would have to say the same thing on that. I don't think there's anything that, like, I've looked back and been like, oh, I could have said that, or I should have said that. I kind of just say it. It's all off the cuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I get a lot of times where people at work or around me will be like, you said this, this, and this, and I'm going, wait, what? What are you talking about? Because I don't remember. Exactly. You know, and then like they remind me, and I'm like, "Oh, you're right. I did say that." <laughs> and and we really we like don't hold back here, right? And and it's not to mean that like neither one of us don't care because we we clearly give a fuck, but like we don't always remember we're we're human, and we don't always remember everything that we've always said. Exactly. So, okay, Ryan, we are going to play Kill Fucking Mary for this last little bit. So, okay, I'm going to give you three options, and you get to tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. So, would you rather 
writing the episode, editing the episode, or look at crime scene photos. Well, that that's a that's a interesting one. It's gonna be a very interesting concept, right? Now, if I go with fuck it, does that mean I'm just wanting to stay with it? Or fuck it as in get rid of it, fuck it? Because I know kill it would be get rid of it. Well, like, fuck it is like it's a hit it and quit it type of thing. All right. Well, definitely am going to go with kill edit the episode. I should have known. Yeah. It's tedious. Like, it's part of the job. But, oh, I'd love to do without. We got to become all big and famous so I can just get an editor. And I think I would marry marry it with write the episodes, just because that's the deep diving, it's the bulk of it, it's it's there. And fuck it, do the, the crime scene photos, like I'll check them out just so I can know what's going on, but I don't want to stay with it. So Keith, we'll do the same question with you, but with some different options. Got write a dumb law episode, have to research the law. Or look at some of those crime scene photos. Okay, so, like you, I'm gonna probably fuck around with the crime scene photos. (laughs) But, like, they gotta go the next day. Like, they can't stay. They don't get to live rent-free in my brain. (laughs) I'm gonna kill writing the Dumb Law episodes and marry having to research the laws. Hmm. Okay, and this is why. Because, like, we do 1 through 10, and I always feel like I'm picking the worst one for number one. (laughs) Even though, like, they have not been duds, I always am like, in my brain, I'm like, no, this should be number one, or this should be number one. Because I love, love, love researching them and looking at them. So I'm going to marry the shit out of that. (laughs) But I am going to have to, like, murder the fuck out of writing the episode. Sure, sure. That is just not my forte. Like, I am so indecisive. Give you shit about being indecisive, but, like, when it comes to where these should land, I'm always like, oh, that should not be there. That should be here. Nope, nope. I like that one more and this one more. We're going to come across a state where our top ten is just going to be number one and number one and number one. Right, and when that (laughs) happens, you all need to call the police because I've probably lost my brain. (laughs) So, yeah, we, we had a lot of laughs today and some deeper conversation, but isn't that what this is all about? Like, having that deeper talk about things and also having our laughs. Next week, we'll be starting Season 3. Woo! Woohoo! Murder on Campus. And you'll also be getting an all-new episode of Dumb Laws. We're going to keep that going on until we run out of states. Right, and then we're going to find other places of dumb laws, because I did find out that they have all the other countries. There is dumb laws all over the frickin' world. Mm, Yeah, it's going to go on for a long time. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah. But anyways, we are heading to Arizona. Woohoo, Arizona. And episode one of Murder on Campus is still being worked on. However, we're not going to be giving these cases away anymore, so no surprises. Yeah, sorry guys. I guess it actually is nothing but surprises. No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. So you got to tune in each week and be surprised by what episode we're doing. I mean, when you answer your phone, you don't always know who's on the other side. Mm. Like spam risks or no caller ID. But then again, even when I call you, you better hope that I'm the one calling you. That's true. That's true. Because what if it's the murderer? (laughs) And they're asking for a million dollar ransom. Oh, Russian murderer. Here we go. I know. He's back again. He cannot help it. He is just always around the corner. 
So, callers, until next week. Remember to stay strong. Do everything with love. Know there is always hope. And in case you forget, you can always call call us when when you're you're dead. dead.